Hey, it's Jen, and welcome back to our community. This podcast is where we're getting real about wellness rituals, life-changing habits, and having relatable conversations with friends about mental health, social media, morning routines, or lack thereof. And we're talking about that thing that you thought no one else could relate to. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our community. This feels so weird speaking to camera. I feel like I'm doing one of my YouTube videos right now. We just recorded this episode, so I figured I'd do the intro right after while I'm in the studio. So I'm usually like on my couch in a sweatshirt, a hair up, and it feels weird to be doing this intro, you know, not in that way. But this episode's going up literally the day after we're recording it. So Let's dive right in. We're going to talk about what's in alignment and out of alignment for me this week. And as always, you reflect on your weeks as well. So in alignment this week is for sure, I feel like I'm always ebbing and flowing. I talk about this a lot when I'm feeling super social and like I want to hang out with friends. And then other times I'm like, all I want to do is focus on career or meditate. And like it just ebbs and flows. And I feel like There's one weekend a month or every other month that I just am out all weekend, and that is this weekend for me, and I'm loving it. I am also like doing a bachelorette next or the week after next week um, with my best friends from growing up, and I'm just really feeling the socializing right now. Sometimes it just feels really good to get out of my head, stop caring so much about social media and career and all the things and just have fun and experience life and be with my girls and that is how I'm feeling this weekend. So I'm really excited about it. I love when I'm in the mood for it. And I'm going to a birthday after this recording, going to be with my college friends, and then just going to like drunk eat pad thai on the couch for the rest of the night. And that is just an alignment. Out of alignment, which is probably why this feels so good, is I've been very judgmental of myself this week, I'd say. So all of a sudden, and like I was hoping that I was hormonal getting my period. Nope, we're just upset. <laughs> so no excuses there. But I've been very judgmental of my goals. And I'm checking myself on it. And you know, the self awareness and removing myself and being social is really helping. But I've just been I've never been one to compare myself. I started all this four years ago with a delusional belief in myself. And the more years that go by, the more I move from delusionally believing in myself and confident to doubting myself and judging myself, which like, I feel usually it's the opposite, but we need to get back to that delusional confidence era because this is not working for me. It's not healthy. I think I've never been one to compare myself on social media. I'm always like, if they can do it, I can do it. And just seeing people blow up on social media has been making me compare myself so hardcore. And then I judge myself and get mad at myself for caring about something so vain. So that's kind of like the spiral I've been in. But I went to dinner with my friends last night. And sometimes you just need your girls to be like, you're crushing it. Look how far you've come. All of the things and just that and like getting out of your head and getting out of your apartment and getting to be with your friends and just like venting and opening up about things that might feel surface level or whatnot. I encourage you to just talk to your friends. Because once I stopped keeping all this stupid shit in my head and judging myself and being like embarrassed about the thoughts I was having just feels so good to have your girls be like, just check you and support you and lift you up. And so I'm definitely feeling more confident. And that's all due to just venting to my friends and having them hype me up. And sometimes you just need to get out of your head and out of your space. So let's breathe in what was in alignment for us this week and out what was out of alignment for us this week. (sighs) 
Okay, I can't say Dare to Try It anymore, you guys. I tried it. I tried to make the product recommendation a cute little name. Dare to Try It is not it. It doesn't flow. It doesn't roll off the tongue. We're not doing it. But my product recommendation of the week is the book I'm reading, Things We Never Got Over. And I think, honestly, the product rec is the Kindle because apparently this is a very long fiction book, but I... I get very intimidated by long books, but because I'm reading it on my Kindle and just tap, tap, tapping every night, there's just like less of this need to get through the book, less of like the intimidation of picking it up. And I'm absolutely loving this book. And I'm like 75% there. And I'm finally at the point of the fiction book where you like get excited to go read it and don't want to put it down. And it took a while for this one. So very excited about that. But let's get into the guest of this week. She just left the studio. Natalie Barbu, she has been on this podcast two times before, and this is a totally different episode, different style. I told you that I want to be doing more girl chats and just having people on for relatable conversations, and I feel like that's exactly what this was. So we talked about what was in alignment and out of alignment for her, and it was really a big episode about being single and the fear of breaking up with someone and what that looks like after and how she's just like now eight months later so happy and loving being single and I feel like there's a lot of inspiration in that we spoke a lot about finding independence in a relationship and not getting so lost in your relationship the importance of it and actual tangible tips to how to do that and then we talked about how she's a founder and trying to balance not feeling guilt for like taking a doctor's appointment midday and just trying to steer away from that like Gary Vee, Ed Milet hustle culture that can be so ingrained in our minds from feeling so inspired by these people, but kind of like the negative effects of that as well. So it's a really well-rounded girl chat conversation. I know you're going to love it. So before we get into the episode, please leave me a review, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We are at 94 reviews. I would love to get to 100 by the end of the month. So if you have not reviewed it yet, you could be the lucky 100. Please please leave a review. It really helps me and it helps you guys get better guests on this podcast, the better that the podcast does in the algorithm and just to pitch guests. So please help a girl out and let's get into the episode. Natalie, this is a dare to self-care first. You're third time on the podcast. Third? I thought I was I thought this was the second. What no, was the... you were one of my first guests and then you came on when you launched Rella. Oh yeah, in in my apartment. We recorded. Oh yeah, in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It in was your in apartment. Person, and then now here. Yay, yeah. I'm so excited. So like the first one was your influencer journey. Second one was like Rella Mm -hmm. and now this is just like a girl chat yeah I like girl chats I've been like trying to do more of them on my podcast too and like I really really like them I feel like it's kind of a theme right now Mm -hmm. that everyone's like okay we don't need more like interviews with founders like I'm kind of sick of listening to them too yep yep I I haven't it's so bad because like I love podcasts lately I've been in like a podcast slump where I haven't listened to like any podcasts and I think it's because all the ones I'm subscribed to are like interviews with founders and business people and don't get me wrong I love that because it does inspire me but I kind of like got burnt out by it a little bit totally I feel like I have my like ones that I want to be inspired by business wise then I have like my health ones then I have my funny ones like I'm very particular I literally tune in like check in with myself I'm like what am I in the mood for right now yeah because sometimes I cannot take another like 
piece of business advice that like gives me anxiety yeah and even like so I've been interviewing people I've honestly been interviewing less people now and doing more like solo episodes episodes with friends and it kind of reminds me of my early podcast days like because when I first started my podcast I interviewed my friends like that was what the podcast was like I wanted to interview like cool entrepreneurs too but like I didn't know anyone so I was like I'm just gonna interview my friends and share their stories and like just talk and I've kind of like gotten back to that yeah um and I really like it because I now when I'm interviewing people that are founders I'm like how do I make this different yeah really hard not only different but just like okay we're clearly not vibing as people so this just feels very formal and Q&A yes I did one I'm not yeah I I did one once and (laughs) We're like, who was it? <laughs> I did one once and it was very just like question one, question two, question three. And it's so awkward for me because like I pride myself on hopefully being a good interviewer, mm-hmm. you know, and when the person is not like giving you anything to work with, it's like you ask a question. It's like, yeah, that's why I love <laughs> podcasting with podcasters, though. Yeah, because the amount of times I've done that and I agree. I'm like, I feel like I'm very conversational, but like. Some people, I think, just don't understand what a podcast is, so they think it is Q&A. Yeah. And then they literally just give you the answer, and that's it. And then you try to, like, bounce off of that and give your insight, and they're just like, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'll give my opinion. So, like, they'll answer the question. They'll be like, mm-hmm. And then, like, I'll I'll be like, okay, so, like, the, like give my answer kind yeah. of to, like, start Flow. a combo. Yeah. And then it's like, mm, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you're like, okay, next question. Moving on. Moving <laughs> awkward but moving on (laughs) so I want to ask you something we do on this podcast that I'm trying to do more of with guests that like aren't founders or you are a founder but like you're also a friend and you've been on before and done the formal thing before so I want to do more of in my intros I always do what's in alignment and out of alignment and I want to do that with my friends who come on because I feel like it's a just a good way to break it's a good way to kind of have those relatable conversations without it feeling forced like yeah. we were just talking about. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So, okay, so what's in alignment for you? In alignment for me is, one, like, I don't know if this makes sense for being, like, in alignment technically, but like, I really love being single with my friends. We I were love just this. talking about that. Yeah. And because a lot of my friends in Miami are single as well, I think half of us are single, half of us aren't. So it's, like, a good mix. But being single in your 20s with a friend group it makes me feel like I'm like in sex in the city like it makes me feel like I'm in like a tv show like that and that is literally what I've always like wanted you know I've always watched those shows and like longed for them you know and like now I'm like wow this is like actually like it actually happened for me because I never one I was never single but also two I haven't ever had like a friend group like or like a girlfriend group yeah and, like, having that now and, like, being on the same page with them, it's just, like, so nice. I feel like the friend part of being single is so key. Yeah. I would never know <laughs> because I've never been single, literally. But I have a lot of friends who are either, like, completely wifed up and engaged and getting married. And then, like, there's one or two of our other friends, like, in one of my high school friend groups that are just totally on a different page. Yeah. And they kind of have to seek out other friends in other areas of their life whether it's work or whatnot Mm -hmm. to find a different group to go out with and it's like I always used to in college I think I went almost overboard to act not act single in terms of like being with guys but I think I went 
so I wanted my friends to know that like I can still have a fun time even though I have a boyfriend and I was like so like the way I partied in college you Mm -hmm. would have thought I was like the most single girl on the planet because you really do need friends to like be able to go out and have that energy and like it's just interesting I feel like once you hit a certain age out of college people are like settled down yeah and it makes being single less fun when you don't have those friends to like bond with over what dates did you go on this week and like whatnot and also so yesterday I went out with one of my friends here in New York and I the first bar I went to or actually not the first bar but like the second bar we went to we went to East East Point East Point yeah Yeah. East Point and I was like everyone here is either using a fake ID or like 21 yeah I'm like everyone is so young and I felt so old. Like, I'm 27, or yeah. about to be 27. Same. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Like, everyone here is literally, like, a baby, and I feel so old. And it just, like, makes you uncomfortable a little bit, even though, like, you're all doing the same thing. You know, you're out, like, at a bar, drinking, like, dancing. But I'm just like, I don't want to be here. Like, I – No, I get it. Because uh, yeah. most of my single friends still don't like going out, but they're just – I feel like in New York City, it's more at this age, like, going on dates. It's, like, I don't really want to meet someone, like, out at a club or a bar because if you're a guy who's at one of those places, it's almost like a turnoff. Yeah. Or it's, like, what are you going to talk about when you're out there? Like, I know all you want to do is, like, find someone to go home with. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah. Which is, like, that was fun in college and whatnot, but now at this age, you're, like, actually trying to find someone to date for real. But when you first, not got single, but you broke up with him, right? We it was like pretty mutual. Like it was a very amicable breakup. Yeah. We both knew that we needed to end. Things. Like this wasn't working. Yeah. So was being single at that point when you're going through a breakup with someone who you were with for such a long time, was being single intimidating? Like how did you feel initially just comparing it to now? It was so so scary because I haven't been single for the past 10 years pretty much. Like I I've always jumped from relationship to relationship like the longest I was single in between was three months Crazy. <laughs> so like I just say I haven't been single yeah. in 10 years because what, what was I doing in those three yeah. months you know <laughs> and like all the guys that, that I had dated it's like I had already known them so it wasn't like I was like m- found them and met them uh, my pr- like ex was my the most recent one was the only one that I had actually like met and didn't know like that was the only one that yeah. like, I didn't know in the past um, and that ha- just happened very quickly, but I haven't had any like single period really. Yeah. And so I was really nervous because also one, like, I mean, 27, like people are getting married, people are even having kids at this point. Like, and so, and also, I, you know, I spent four years with this person that I thought I was going to marry. So that's scary kind of thinking, like, I was always thinking like, am I going to find someone that I get along with that I like that has every character trait I want like am I is that does that even exist you know like I think that was my fear because the breakup that I had gone through was like both of us still like honestly like love each other so much like it was not a bad breakup when I say like I know people say that all the time but like truly like I know both of us would never none of us have a 
negative thing to say about each other like there's not one bad thing i could say about him and i'm like i don't want to hype him up too much because then i'm like <laughs> i don't want to like <laughs> no so one's how him. did no. you know how did you know like if someone's listening and they're like i feel like we've drifted or whatever it is like how did you know it okay we need to have a conversation yeah it for us it was that we had different like values and that we had different just like how we wanted to raise kids and how we wanted to like raise a family was polar opposite scary and so that i just we both were like that this these two things are not things we can compromise on so like how do you start a family how do you get married you know when like there's no compromise it's like one or the other that's a really sad breakup i feel like yeah so that's why it's <laughs> like that's what was sad because like no one did anything yeah it wasn't like oh we just like fell out of love or oh we like you know got in a big fight or someone cheated like no one did anything yeah it was not like a falling out of love situation it was literally just like a we do not align on certain values and our foundations are like different and so how do you move forward like with like family once you hit a certain age like yeah. for so long you can kind of just be like oh we'll deal with that when we get to it yeah. or like you kind of hope that once you get there someone someone changes <laughs> oh yeah 100 percent. both of us were like one of us will change you know and like it just never happened yeah so, so then at a certain age you're kind of like well we can't waste each other's time yeah okay so I feel like that's honestly nice encouragement that now you're having so much fun yes yes I always tell people like that like want to you know are thinking about breaking up or and also I think if you're thinking about breaking up someone like you should probably break up with totally. them like that's just like if you are constantly thinking about it and getting advice and like writing into podcasts and looking at Reddit forums and all, totally break up with them. Like, just I feel like it's like when you want to quit your job, it's like the whisper just gets louder and louder yes. and louder, and then it'll just like hit. At least it's how I work, hundred yes, percent. <laughs> and it's usually girls that are like that. Yeah, and that's why I always like you'll see those. Uh, I've seen like TikToks about this or like just like tweets about this, and it's like if a girl breaks up with you, she's been thinking about it for months so true if a guy breaks up with a girl it's like an in the moment decision like the, i believe that yeah because like it's so scary i think i mean it's scary for anyone but i think girls deal with it more where it's just really scary to like pull that trigger because you're just scared to be alone or you don't know if you're gonna find someone or yeah I don't know. it's also i feel like girls kind of or women yeah <laughs> kind women. of yeah, I, keep saying, like, I, girls, know, so I know like, but it, women feel so formal like i know i know um i feel like we're more intuition based uh -huh. so like you feel it in your gut and then you're just kind of like trying to feel it out is is this fear is this my gut like we're more mature in that sense and i feel like guys are a little more like scared of their emotions so when they feel something they just like pull the trigger yes a hundred percent that's what i feel like i've seen with my friends too like there's so many people that they'll they broke up with their boyfriends and like they should have done it like a year ago totally. you know and i i was one of those people with with my college relationship that should have ended a year before it did which is crazy because you're at that point at an age where it shouldn't be as scary to go through a breakup because probably like everyone you hang out with is single and hooking up with people and whatnot yeah but for me it was like our friend group was so intertwined mm. that I was like I don't want to lose that friend group and the dynamic and yeah. I don't want to lose the dynamic and I don't want to you know like it was so intertwined with like so many areas of my life that I didn't want to like change that I think that's what's scary about a breakup it's like you're not just detaching from the person but it's like the entire lifestyle totally and I think what helped with my like most recent breakup is that we had very different 
friend groups very different like separate lives. lives yeah like of course that his friends became my friends and vice versa but it, they were never we lived like separately from them so it was never like oh all of us were in one friend group and that those were my friends too it was like okay yeah when i visited the northeast i would hang out with his friends and i loved them when he you know came to north carolina he would visit he would hang out with my friends and like liked them but like it was never our friends yeah it was very separate this is probably just due to you guys being long distance and also we can stop talking about your ex after it's okay it's okay (laughs) but when i posted that alana dunn was coming on and i was like what are your dating relationship questions i was shocked at how many people also voted for how to be independent in a relationship and i feel like that's something you were so good at and i don't know if you were good at that in your previous relationship or what but what are your thoughts on that or like just tips and it could have just been because you were long distance too yeah no but I think I'm a very independent person no matter what me too we we were not yeah you're very much like that I can tell yeah (laughs) like for I always think that that's so important because I think one the relationship if you and I'm not trying to say like you're gonna break up so be independent because when you break up it's easier yeah hopefully you don't break up with the person you're with like obviously that's not the goal but if like one being independent makes you make decisions like makes rational decisions and like the right decisions I think rather than decisions based out of fear so true because when you are not independent and your life is totally dependent on that other person if you do need to break up you're probably not because you're so scared because there's so much more change there's so and breakups are scary regardless like you can be the most independent person in the world and breakups suck but when your life is totally intertwined with them and like you cannot do anything without them and you've lost all your friends because you're only with this one person and you you know don't have like your own life then that's so what like that's so much scarier so that's one it's a reason so then like okay let's say someone's listening and they're like shit that's literally me like I'm with him every single day and night and I like haven't seen my friends in a while because I have I have like someone in mind honestly that literally went through this and then they went on a break and she realized wow I completely lost myself in this relationship and I'm now like don't know what to do with myself without him and when they got back together, she was like, I want to focus on myself, yeah. what I need, my own workouts, my own whatever, because just got so lost in their relationship. And it was very scary when they're, when a break happened. So, like, yeah. someone's listening and they're like, oh, shit, that's me. What would you say? Well, one, I don't think it's ever too late to, like, gain your independence because I think anyone can do that at any point. Yeah. Married, single, whatever. However long you've been together. I think one thing, start having your own, I mean, have your own friends. And, like, even if they're, you guys have the same friends, do things without each other. Right. Like, go and get brunch with your girlfriends. Go and get drinks with someone. Go, you know, like, start doing things separately, I think. I think that helps a lot. And start inviting people places. Because so many times, I think, especially, I even fell into this where, like, I wouldn't invite anyone places because, like, anytime I would want to do something, I would just bring my boyfriend. Like, I wouldn't invite my friends. Interesting, yeah. And then I would only go hang out with my friends if, like, I was invited, you know? Start being like, oh, okay, like, I have I have a plan tonight or I want to do go to this nice restaurant tonight. Instead of going with my boyfriend, I'm going to invite a friend. You know, even if you would rather be with your boyfriend. Like, that's there's nothing wrong Push with... yourself, yeah. Yeah, like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to spend time with, like, your partner more than other people. Like, I think that that's fine but like 
force yourself to like do things separately and also force yourself to kind of have separate routines so like your morning routine shouldn't or I think shouldn't be <laughs> like everything should be with that person yeah and then like especially now people are working from home so then you guys work together and then uh, night routine everything's with that person like I think it's nice to have a night routine where yeah you guys cook together you do something together like whatever but maybe like you read a book at night and he reads a book at night or something I don't know or like no, I agree in the morning you go to your workout class you go to your gym and then get a coffee come back to your own thing like I don't I don't think everything needs to be done together and I think you need to actually make an effort to make relationships with other people or like grow relationships with other people in your life. Right. So it's not even just making effort to like separate yourself from them, just focus on spending more time with your friends or with yourself. Yeah. My thing with this is always like communication and if you don't feel comfortable to talk about this with your partner, I also kind of think that's a red flag yeah. personally because Drawing on my own experience, Ethan and I went to college together, not intentionally, but we ended up at college together and stayed together. And we were both so vocal with each other about, like, we need to make our own friends. Like, I need to be going out to dinner with my friends at night. And, like, you go to college and you're trying to make friends and have a friend group and whatever. Like, we can't be mm – -hmm. I can't just always go and hang out with my boyfriend. And even after college, I would say, honestly, I haven't seen my friends in two weeks. And he'd be like – yeah, go to dinner with them. Yeah. Like, you need to be supporting each other in your own lives. If you're with a partner who makes you feel guilty for wanting to hang out with other people yeah. and you don't feel you can have that communication, I actually think that's a red flag. A hundred percent. And I think that stems from, like, I think jealousy. Sometimes people get it confused with, like, oh, that's so cute. Like, they want me and they want me, like, to themselves. Like, that's kind of, like, hot or that's cute or whatever. Some I, I do think some people actually feel that way about yeah. jealousy. To me, any form of jealousy is, like, automatic deal breaker. We will not work. Like, it is so, – I understand, like, there needs to be boundaries set. Like, okay, maybe you shouldn't be, like, hanging out with, you know, the opposite sex all the time. Like, whatever. Right. If you feel uncomfortable. Okay, set boundaries with your partner. But when people are jealous, I think it stems from, like, wanting to control the other person. And, like, that is just going to – foster or like fester into something so much bigger in the future if you continue to let that grow completely so just like nip jealousy in the butt say like listen these are our boundaries I think that's perfectly healthy to have boundaries in a relationship because like I don't want my boyfriend getting dinner with a girl like that's me not either. you know like I'm like <laughs> yeah okay Without it, like invite me <laughs> yeah I'm like that's not like that's weird <laughs> yeah but like, unless it's like their best friend from growing up or something yes. obviously they're other circumstances 100 percent. but like oh i met this girl out last at night work. i'm gonna get dinner yeah, yeah. no no you're not. You're not. <laughs> but i do think like it's wanting the best for the other person because i think some people get jealous like some let's say it's a guy and their girlfriend the guy doesn't want their girlfriend going to hang out with their friends all the time because he doesn't have a friend group himself mm -hmm. so he can get insecure this is just like an example i want the person i'm with to want me to go hang out with my friends like if Ethan said, you haven't seen your friends in a few weeks, like, why don't you go out Saturday night? Like, that is, I think, so nice. And, yeah. like, like I so would rather – Yeah, exactly. So I feel like that communication part is so key. Is there anything that you're, like – now that you've been kind of single for the first time in your life that you're, like, okay, I'm not going to get into a relationship unless it's this? Like, do you have any – yeah, definitely. I mean, one of the biggest things is obviously the reason why we broke up. So, like, if we do not have the same values and the same, like, 
foundation then i'm not even gonna go on a date with you right because like why would i you know like i know that that's that is like the biggest thing just making sure that we're aligned with like the same values and then the other i mean there's so many other character traits like i want them to be you know i i want them to be like fun and playful and i also want them to be like ambitious and driven and there's so many character traits that like i have in my mind i want them to like get along with my brother like you know things like that that i'm just like i really would like want in a partner but like the biggest thing is definitely like the reason why we broke up which is just like aligning in values but how do you figure that out early on as someone who doesn't go on dates how do you figure that out early on without seeming like too forward on the first date I think you can kind of tell. Suss it out. Yeah, you can, like, kind of tell, I think. Like, I went yeah. on a date with one guy, and I could tell before we went on a date that we had we shared the same values, yeah. you know? And so, like, I was, like, just from, like, the conversations we had, I could tell. And it wasn't, like, an interview-style, like, conversation. It just, like, flowed naturally. It's a vibe, yeah. And so I was, like, okay, I'll give this guy a chance, you know? And, like, it ended up – we just ended up, like, fizzling out and stuff, and it – but I'm, like, really glad that I at least put myself out there and tried. But, like, I'm not even going to go on a date if I don't think that yeah. that's there. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not on dating apps, so it's, like... You're I've, not? No. Oh, why? I just don't like that. No, I know a lot of people don't, yeah. but they still, like, are on them anyway. I'm so, like, I'm such a connection person. Like, yeah. we, we need to have a, like, really great conversation for me to even, like... So how are you meeting people? Just, like, out. Like, I'm not not really at bars or anything... But just, like, through mutual friends or out. I mean, I've only gone on one date, so, oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how am I meeting like, people? how are you meeting all these guys? No, I've only gone on one date. Um, I'm dying. Uh, so, <laughs> so maybe, she met one guy out once. Maybe I will go on dating apps <laughs> eventually. This is an intervention. Yeah, but, like, right now, I just, like, I need – I've tried them. I've gone on them before. Yeah. And I just, like, match with people. And then I literally, I'm like, there's no desire in me to chat, to talk to you. Yeah. Like, nothing in me is like, oh, I want to answer your text or I want to, like, respond. Like, I think it's so hard with guys, too, like, for girls to swipe on guys because how many guys have you had crushes on, like, growing up that objectively are not cute, but they were just so the funny guy or, like, just the way they carried themselves and their personality made them 10 times hotter. Oh, almost every single one that I've liked. Right. Yeah. So how do you swipe based on looks? It's, like, impossible for girls. Yeah, and then a lot of guys that are, like, objectively, like, really hot are, like, the biggest Duds. dicks. Yeah, Yeah. Totally. I'm, like, I'm, like, you suck. Like, That's why apps, I think, especially for girls, are so hard. Because, like, mm-hmm. for guys, I feel like every girl just looks beautiful. <laughs> like, yeah, I just, know. You know? <laughs> like, there are so many good girls. Like, me and my friends were talking about this this trip. My, my friend Chanel, she was, like... My friends are so hot. Yeah. They're so nice. They're so, like, smart. And she's like, how are how are they single? She's like, where are the men? I'm like, it's like an epidemic. Like, they're all <laughs> hiding behind their phones. No one's, like, out. That's yeah. the problem, I feel like. I know. So I'm like, but I'm not because – so I broke up. I've been single for, like, eight months now. Oh, you're like – So I'm still – I mean, eight months is, like – I feel like – it was like a four-year relationship so it was definitely my most serious relationship so I'm just like not in a rush I don't know I'm like I don't blame you happens but I'm not gonna like put myself out there and like go on unenjoyable dates just to go on them yes so eventually if you get to the point where you're like oh I kind of want to settle down or whatever then you might go back on the app right yeah okay so we have your game plan (laughs) yeah what is out of alignment for you right now uh so 
not relationship based, but um, out of alignment, I think, is the pressure of like fitting into that a certain like founder mold, I think. So what I mean by this is like you see like the Gary V's of the world or like the I don't know, like Ed Milet's and these like really, really amazing people that I am inspired by. But they're like, you got to wake up at like 5 a.m. and like get like chug a coffee and then work out for an hour and then do and every single minute of my day is scheduled and on the calendar and like I'm just like that stresses me out so much more than like my actual work does like I'm like I just don't want to feel like I'm unproductive if I am not hustling every second of the day like I want to feel like my rest is also productive and so out of alignment is that like super like Go, 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 go. And I'm not trying to say, like, I'm anti-hustle culture because, like, I actually think that there is a time when you need to hustle. Like, there are points in your life when you're like, yeah, you might not get a lot of sleep. Like, that's just the season that you're in. But, like, overall, for, like, a lifestyle, that's just, like, not realistic for me. First of all, you're really reminding me of Maddie Mayo. Have you spoken to her? Not recently about that, no. Because she says the same thing about, because she's the founder of Gamber, yeah. and she's like, when I'm unproductive, I feel anxious because of all this messaging. Yep. So you guys should talk. Yeah. <laughs> you should definitely do a podcast or something. Um, but it's interesting because when I look at you, I do see someone who hustles like that and has a routine. But I also feel like since you moved to Miami, maybe you've like had a slower paced life. I think so. And I think also like... I no, I love routine. Like I love routine. I like going into my office. I like having that routine. But sometimes I'm like, oh gosh, like today I feel like I didn't do that much. Mm-hmm. Or I like I I don't know, I like need to run errands in the middle of the day and I'm like feeling guilty about that. Or like I have a doctor's appointment and I'm like feeling guilty and I'm like, wait, first of all, I wanted to be like a business owner myself because I wanna be able to like make my own schedule and have that freedom. And also I'm fine with doing, like, nothing is gonna, what, me sitting at a laptop all day is not gonna, like, move the company forward if I'm, if I burn out, and, like, I, me and my co-founder were talking about this, but we both really love reading, and some of our, like, best ideas and, like, the things that have actually, like, shifted and shifted Rella in, like, a huge way have come from things that we've read. Interesting. Like, books? Yeah. Interesting. And so it's, like, reading is actually really productive for that us. such a stupid question. No. Like books? <laughs> I no, just I meant like articles. articles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. So or like, like fiction versus nonfiction. Like what you're talking about. A like, lot of like business books. Got it. But like I just feel unproductive being like, oh, in the middle of the day, I'm going to sit and read instead of like being on a computer. Okay, you're literally Maddie Mayo. <laughs> like she says the same thing. This is tripping me out. Continue. I need to have her on the podcast. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Because she says the same thing. Like she – stopped guilting herself and sh- or shaming herself and she would like spend a day at a coffee shop just reading and learning yep and like forcing herself to do that and telling herself this is not unproductive this is actually productive yeah and some of my best ideas some of the best shifts some of the like the best things that have come out of Rella have came because I took a time took time to like take a break read come back and like reassess yeah. and that has been 20 times more productive than me answering emails it's also interesting because now I've been in a place where I was doing like a bunch of part-time jobs and like quit the full-time mold Mm -hmm. and I'm back in full-time and I miss so much being able to go like to the doctor Mm -hmm. midday or being able to like not even the flexibility of it but just not feeling if I'm at my computer for eight hours 
in the day, I genuinely do not think yeah. that that is smart of anyone to ask of their employees. Like like you said, you're going to burn out or whatever. I don't want to feel like if I'm going to walk for longer than 20 minutes or something, like, oh, my God, I should be at my computer. Like, I hate that. Yeah. So next time you feel that way, just remember you could be in a full-time role where someone actually is making you feel like you have to be at your computer. Yeah. Even if it's not someone literally saying it to you, you feel like you feel it, it's though. the work day. Why am I – like, if my boss calls me right now, I need to be at my computer. Yeah, or else they're going to be like, wait, is that traffic I hear? Exactly. No, <laughs> literally. Like, I'm always like, ah, sorry, I just ran to get coffee. And it's like, no, you – it's actually insane mm-hmm. that you're expected. And I don't even think – I feel like, honestly, like my bosses would be like, we don't expect that from you. But just that pressure of feeling like I'm being paid to sit here – for eight hours of my day every single day that's fucking insane yeah that's why we always tell anyone that works at Rella whenever we onboard them we're like listen I do not care what hours you work I don't care what you do in the middle of the day I don't look I don't care we have some meetings on the calendar that okay yeah you gotta yeah. like be at at certain times but like throughout the day if you need to take a break if you work better at midnight if you you know it, it doesn't matter like for me I'm like if you're getting your work done why do I care how many hours you're spending, you know, at I think a computer? more people are shifting towards that. And, like, even my boss has said to me, like, I don't – like, if you work an hour later and want to then end an hour later, like, I don't care. But it's still – as an employee, yeah, you feel – yeah, like, you want to be the star employee. You want – you know what I mean? So yeah. it's hard. That's why with us, like, I really think we have such a good company culture. And I think – I can tell. Could, yeah, thank you. And it's something that I, like – we all take a lot of pride in because one we've had the team since the very beginning so no one crazy yeah and one of our so our front end engineer our first engineer he ended up leaving and he and he left for a little bit because like we had no money so like we were paying under market value for a very long time so people were our employees were staying with us because they really believed in us we weren't getting paid like none of the founders were getting paid we were paying our employees everything like crazy that we could but it was definitely below what they could have gotten at another job he left to another startup because they were offering him, you know, health, like, benefits and actual <laughs> decent wage. <laughs> so, you know, it was like, I'm going to leave. Yeah. Uh, totally understand. <laughs> so he left. Once we ended up raising and we could actually, like, pay them what they're worth, um, he came back. So That's very telling. And I'm like, I feel like that says a lot. And we've had such good, like, retentions. And no one's left. He was the only so one that crazy. left, and it was for that reason, which I understand, you know. And then he came back. And so I'm like, I really pride ourselves on a good company culture. And so I try to also, like, tell people, like, because I know that employee guilt is there, even if you tell them. It's human nature, yeah. Yeah, you you say, like, oh, I don't care when you work as long as you're getting your work done. That guilt is still there. So, like, if I can tell that, like, like for example, Natasha the other day was, like, moving. And she's like, I think I'm going to take a half day because I need to move. I'm like – take the whole day off i'm like moving is the biggest pain the worst. ever don't work that day like what are you gonna get done by working an hour when you're stressed that is like, such a valid point because if i were to take a half day while i was moving it would literally just be to show face yes i would not be getting anything done no i'm like just <laughs> take the day off and then and the next day i was like listen if you're like tired and like from moving the previous day like just take today off too like i don't you know like that's fine so yeah. i i feel like i I try to tell them, hey, like, actually take time off. Like, it, it's not, like, yeah. a thing that I'm just saying. Like, I actually want you to feel that way. And, like, I feel like we 
do a really good job at that. And I, I think it's because we're all around the same age. And so we all understand say, each other. That's why I liked working at an agency because everyone's the same age and like it's just a good vibe. It's a good, it makes working and being in person so much more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. So I hope that translates as we grow and as we scale. But like, I always try, I know company values are like so cheesy and cliche, but like actually having them written down and like repeating them every now and then, like whenever we have someone new or ever, whenever we're like talking to the team, like is so important because people do feel that guilt a lot. And so you have to tell them, and I, I feel that guilt too. And I have to remind myself, like, listen, we've built a really great team. It's okay if I take a step back and like do something for myself every now and then. Okay, so it feels like there's a lot that you have to think about as a CEO and, like, managing everyone. Are you still struggling with trying to put more into, like, your content and influencer work while also trying to be a really good CEO and grow your brand? Yeah, it's so hard because I love creating content. And what – I also – this is another thing I feel guilty sometimes when I'm focusing on, like, content stuff – and I'm not focusing on Rella. I'm like, but that grows. Like, I feel like exactly. the greater your influence, the greater your company and brand will do. Exactly. And then I'm like, I see the event that we did this week, you know, and like those people came, a lot of them came because they've been following me for so you. long. Yeah. But they're also Rella users. So they also like know about Rella. So I'm like, it is like the Rella is so powerful because of the community that I have for my own following. And I'm not, I can't like forget about that you know so I am trying to focus on content a bit more now but it has been a little difficult I feel like I need to just get like a better routine or something because like and I need to stop fearing like filming in front of people I've been doing this for like 12 years and I still have like a fear in front of who like in at work no like like with my friends and stuff like I don't know why just like I'm like I don't want to put a camera in your face like I'm like I don't I always will just, like, if I'm with my friends, everyone's still talking, and I literally just prop the camera up in the corner, and I go, ignore me, and then, like, yeah, that's, like, a good way to just... I know. I need to do that. And my friends all are, like, like so supportive. just put it in their face. <laughs> I know. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> like, that's always awkward when you're, like, okay, speak, and it's, yeah. like, no, 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 what? I'll just, yeah. like, put it in a corner, and I'll be, like, you could keep talking. I'm going to time-lapse it anyway. Yeah. Just I need like, to do that, because I do feel, like... I, I feel like that's why my content has lacked because I'm, like, scared to film in front of people still. Which I get because also, like, I feel like my content has, like, YouTube has suffered since living with Ethan because even though, like, he doesn't care and he's very supportive, it's, like, if he's sleeping in, I'm not going to do, like, a get ready with me in the bathroom because I have to be yeah. quiet. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, little things like that. It's things like that and, like, I, I'll then forget and then I'm, like, oh, crap. Like, Living alone, I feel like, is when you get the best content. 100%. I miss it for that reason. Yeah. Like, and that reason only. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I mean, now I live alone, so I have no excuse. (laughs) But I'm, like, with my friends a lot. I'm at the office a lot. And I just, like, feel weird. But I think this – so as I'm entering 27, I'm going to start one of my goals. I'm going to write down, like, my goals for this year. And one of my goals is going to be to get just, like, more comfortable, like – with content anywhere and I like, like that because I feel like so many people's goals are very like things that are out of your control mm-hmm. I always think about like I'm not gonna make my goal anymore like 100k on YouTube the plaque like that is completely out of my control but yeah like working on your confidence and things like that are actually in your control totally so I like yeah I, I totally agree actually on one of the things one of the reasons why um 
we're like changing the goals feature on Rella so you can like track your goals we're making it also so that it's more one like easy to understand but have like habits underneath the goal oh i like that because that is what because the goals on Rella they're numbers based you know right. like hit 100k by blah 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 but underneath its habits to reach that goal which you can actually control like you were saying wait that is a great little yeah. addition so like this the goal the main goal yeah it's going to be the numbers tracker but like the rest are underneath how are you yeah. gonna get there it's like working on your confidence filming more to uploading once a week like yeah whatever love that i'm gonna use that Yay. okay ending segment <laughs> um fun facts and favorites wellness product you can't live without right now oh i've been taking this liver supplement interesting it's literally like just liver from <laughs> from a cow i think okay <laughs> yeah, but okay. it's in supplement form yeah it is amazing i went so i just ran out and i haven't been using it this past past week and i can tell like i can tell this past week what i've broken out again and like my skin has my skin has actually cleared a lot you know i've been struggling with acne for like so long right now i'm breaking out slightly because of not taking those liver pills or because you're traveling no it's the liver pills it has it gives me energy it makes me like feel so much help like i don't get uh, my immunity is like so much better i haven't gotten sick in months and i take it once a day yeah you just take it in the morning it's like six pills though but it's in the morning but (laughs) what is the brand i actually don't know the brand i'm gonna send it to you so you can like link it or something but it's amazing and if you read the reviews people like their like lives have changed from these and it's i i'm like so sad that i went a week without it i wonder if it's the same as like eating beef liver because it is but okay it's supplement form. ethan makes that all the time yeah and i actually don't mind it he actually ate it like the night before his marathon because he says the same thing that it like makes him feel the best he's ever felt yes. when he eats it um but ever since watching the jeffrey Dahmer documentary now when he makes liver I literally feel sick to my stomach, and it's pissing me off. Like, I cannot eat more than a piece of it. So I'm going to get those pills. No, take these supplements, because, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to cook liver. So, like, <laughs> I'm like... No, most people wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, so I, I take these supplements in the morning, and it makes me feel amazing. And it has totally changed. Like, my skin is better. My, wow. like, haven't gotten sick. It's great. Okay. Favorite book. Let's go, like, business book. Oh, business book? I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to give two. One's going to be, like, more memoir style. One's going to be, like, practical advice. Practical advice one is fall in love with the problem, not the solution. It's new. It's by the founder of Waze, the app. Yeah. If you are a startup founder, you need this book. Like, if you are building a tech company or a startup, it's the book that was, it's, like, the startup Bible. It's amazing. So get that book. Memoir for, like, businessy memoir um it's called burnout i think and it's by the ceo and founder of bonobos he has um he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and he's a founder and it goes through his like experience having bipolar and or having bipolar disorder and also being a founder that's really and, cool. like how he discovered he had it his like he goes through like what his manic episodes were like like it's insane that's really cool. I couldn't put it down. It's such a good book. If you're a founder or not, like, it's just a really good book. Yeah, I might get that even yeah. though it's, like, not relevant to me because no. that's just interesting. You would like it a lot. Yeah. It's okay. really good. Favorite podcast? Favorite podcast? Um, I've been listening to more, like, casual podcasts lately. 
And I really liked the What We Said podcast. I was just going to say that. Mm -hmm. I was listening to it on the way here. I love it. Their latest episode about It's Never Too Late. I haven't heard that one yet. You have to listen to it because it's exactly what I always think when I get like stressed or anxious. I'm always like, wait, the people who inspire me most are the people who started at like 35. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, It makes me feel better to think like, oh, that person that I'm so inspired by is literally 40 Yeah. or something. It just like makes me feel better and they went through all these people who started their businesses or their hobbies later in life and it's just like I'm gonna listen really refreshing yeah I'm starting to get into podcasts again so I need to start I'll listen to that one I also if you are a startup founder and you work in tech and you want like more practical advice in depth it's not really relevant for you won't be listening but keep going (laughs) but for if anyone is listening that one goes super in depth with like (laughs) certain topics like very very specific topic it's it's not just like how I built this where it kind of tells their story which I love how I built this but it tells their story this one it's like okay like you are having co-founder problems like here's how to yeah it's so so specific and it's like been really helpful for me yeah that sounds helpful Mm -hmm. okay lastly what is your favorite way to move right now oh Pilates I have been obsessed. I canceled on a gym membership. Really? Yeah, because I, I was, like, spending so much money on a gym membership, and I started doing Pilates more, and I'm, like, never wanted to go to the gym, and so I'm, like, I'm just going to cancel my gym membership, and I do Form by Sammy Clark, obsessed, and then I do, like, Solid Core Tremble once a week. Okay, so you're doing, like, at-home Pilates and then Mega Former. Yep. Love. Yeah. Okay, where can everyone find you, Rella, all the things? Yeah, you can find me at Natalie Barbu across all social media platforms, so Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. And then um, you can download Rella for free. It's called Rella. You can look up Rella Social or GetRella.com. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode. Please, please, please leave a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you just can't get enough of this podcast, go subscribe over on YouTube. You can see the full-length video episodes and shorter clips as well. You can find TikTok clips over at Jen Lauren with two N's. You can find Instagram Reels if that's your jam over on Instagram at Jen underscore Lauren with two N's and even Dare to Self Care Pod on Instagram. So, You never have to go a day without Dare to Self-Care. 